Amen. John chapter 3, verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Amen. 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 Precious Lord, thank you for the powerful words. Thank you for the truth. We must be born again. And if we are born again, we ought to know what it means to be born again. Father, teach us what it means to be born again so that we can teach others what it means to be born again. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So just in review, I said last week, being born again is not religion. Religion is what you're seeing in England. Queen and all that. That's all religion. Okay. Religion, when you put on an $18 million hat. That's religion. Imagine having an $18 million hat. A crown, they call it, but it's a hat. That's religion. Christianity is not religion. Christianity is what? Relationship. Okay? Christianity is knowing that God has changed our hearts and our minds and our soul by the power of the Holy Spirit. How about that? A life that's been changed by God. We've been, as we learned this morning, somebody said redeem, somebody said rescue, somebody said deliver, somebody said save. Salvation is all that. Amen. And you know you if you're saved. Fifteen reasons. Number one, it's just in review. Because God loves us. That's one. That's the main reason why we ought to be born again. Okay, when we when we minister to people, we talk to people. You know, God loves you. We say that all the time, and we think that all the time. God loves everybody. He does. He died for everybody. Our verse: For God so loved the world, what that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever Believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. It's hard to give. It's hard to give. For us, it's hard to give things that we value. Think about something that you value a lot. Okay? What would have to happen for you to give it to someone, a stranger? Something that you've worked hard all your life for. How about that? Think about that. Because everybody has sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's, that's a good reason why you need to be born again. Because the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. How about that? That's a good reason to be born again. Okay? Because we have not all been right. Okay? So the gospel 
wrote this down. The gospel is not God hatefully saying, turn to me or I'll send you to hell. That's not what the gospel teaches. The gospel teaches that grace by God's grace and mercy, we are already on our way to hell. And if you turn to me, I'll save you. Okay. Mm. Amen. Because the soul that sins shall die. Okay. Okay. The, the soul that sins shall surely die. Ezekiel 18, 18, 4 says, Behold, all souls are mine. That's God. All souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so the soul of the Son is mine. And the soul that sinneth, it shall die. How about that? Everlasting life. Everlasting life is available to everybody. Okay? Everlasting life is available to everybody. John 5, 24. John 5, 20. This is just a review. I'm going to get, get going here. Jesus talking to, 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 the, to the disciples and, the, and those that would hear. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word. How about that? He that hears my word. How does faith come? Faith cometh by hearing. Jesus said, Who the, he that hears my word and believeth on him that sent me, Say it. Have everlasting life. How about that? And what is everlasting life? Watch, watch how he explains it. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. That's a beautiful thing. Now, if that's not a reason to be saved, if that's not a reason for us to want to be born again, because, see, see people scared of dying. But when you save, when you've been born again, you have the assurance from Jesus Christ himself that you're going to pass from death into everlasting life. How about that? Absent from the body, present with the Lord. That ought to give you hope. That ought to give you hope. That ought, that ought, that ought to make you, make you sing this song. Remember this song. Let's see if y'all can, y'all can catch it. I, I, I wrote it down. It's not, it's, it's, listen, y'all know it. He says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Let me give you one more. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is seeking sand. All other ground is seeking sand. One more. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. One more. When he shall come with trumpet sound, Oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Now, listen, listen, ain't that beautiful? Did I tear it up? 
Look at, let's see in my notebook. That I'm sitting here for four weeks. I had that in there. Put that in there the first week. I say, when am I going to be able to use it? And I had one of them and moments. It just popped up. There it is. I was able to use it. I was able to use it today. There's a beautiful song about the hope of the believer. The hope of the believer. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. And his righteousness. We, we don't have no righteousness to build nothing on. We can build our righteousness on him alone. Because God does not want us to die in our sin. How about that? That's the reason why we ought to be born again. God don't want, God don't want anybody to die in their sins. I said it a couple weeks in a row now. One, one more week ain't going to hurt none. I told you I'm, I'm as repetitive as can be. Okay? Listen, that's the God's number one will for our lives. He don't want us to die and go to hell. Start right there. He don't want us to die and go to hell. Okay? The Lord, First Peter, 2 Peter 3, 3, 9, watch. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness. You remember back in the day when we, you know, we was in school and, and somebody said, you slack. You was a slack. That meant you, you, didn't, you didn't measure up. Okay? You don't want to be a slacky. Okay? He's not slack. God is not slack like men is slack. Men will let you down. Women will let you down. Children will let you down. Government will let you down. Preacher will let you down. Deacon will let you down. Guess who won't let you down? God will never let you down. How do I know that? Because God never fails. He's just that kind of God. So the Lord is not slack counting his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward. How about that? I'm so glad he's long-suffering. I'm so glad he didn't come back in 1993. <laughs> if he came back in 1993, I'd have been a couple years. Somebody say, too short? Uh-huh, too short. I'd have been slacked. I mean, I mean, God came back and I wasn't saved. Think about that. Oh, man. But... But what, what, what mighty God we say, watch the verse, watch the verse. But God is long-suffering to us word. Watch this, watch this. This ought to bring hope to your heart. This ought to bring smile to your face. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's beautiful. That, see, 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 that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Okay. He long-suffering. We ought to be long-suffering. Ain't, ain't, ain't it good? See, we don't, we don't like suffering. We don't like suffering. You know, we want, we want a, a life free of suffering, free of pain, free of sorrow, free of all, any kind of trouble. You, that, that's not biblical. Suffering is good. Something God has to suffer you through just to get them off your back. Just to get, just to get you right, God got to let you suffer for a while. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Because God does not want us to spend eternity in hell. That's another reason to be born again. That's number five. I'm getting there. I'm going to get to number eight today because this is not Wednesday night. Okay? Because God does not want you to spend eternity in hell. God don't want anybody to spend eternity in hell. How do you know that, Pastor? For God have not appointed us to wrath. 
1 Thessalonians 5 and 9 and 10. God has not appointed us to wrath. How about that? But to obtain salvation, how? By our Lord Jesus Christ. How? Who died for us. That whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Ain't that beautiful? God has not appointed us to wrath. We, we, we have an appointment. The Bible said we have an appointment. You know, at the judgment, we will profess our love for Jesus. That's Hebrews 9, 27. It's appointed on the man once to die and after that, the judgment. But when we stand in judgment as believers, we're going to tell, tell the judge how much we love the Lord and how he saved us. And how he delivered us and how he rescued us, how he redeemed us and how he justified us. And God's going to say, come on in. Amen. Okay. That's what we do. That's what we do. Number six, because Jesus Christ has already paid the price for your salvation. How about that? How about that? You ever, you ever go somewhere and it's already been paid for? All you got to do is show up. Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Whatever you want off the menu, you know, whatever you want off the menu, just go ahead and order it, Mr. Neal. It's already paid for. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I had that with the company on where they took me out to lunch. They said, whatever you want, whatever you want. You know. Mm-hmm. I said, really? Well, I wasn't really. And I said, give me a chicken salad. And they said, well, you know, and, then, and, and I said, put double meat on it. Double the chicken on it, you know. Well, it was extra. But it didn't matter because it was already paid for, see? And I just ordered everything. How about that? You know, you know what Romans, what Romans says in, in Romans 5, and, and this is one of the great verses. I said this last week. I said this is one of the great verses in Romans. If you study the book of Romans, this is one that will get your attention, okay? Romans 5 and 6, where, where Paul is writing. Now, now Paul is writing. Remember, Paul writing. Paul, Paul, Paul was writing about himself. And you look at Paul's letters. It was all about Paul. Paul's talking about himself. He come through some stuff. And Paul had to deal with some stuff. And he just sharing his testimony, which makes it so personal and so sweet. But Paul says, for when we were yet without strength. How about that? Without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's us. That's us. Christ died for the ungodly when we had no strength. When we had no strength. Life was just beating our brains in. And we was making decisions on our own. We was doing whatever we wanted to do. We was doing whatever we was big and bad enough to do. And God still died for us. When we were without strength. Number seven. How about that? Number seven. Because our sins have been forgiven. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. Some of us may have people in here that haven't forgiven us for some of the things we've done. But you know what? God ain't like man. God ain't like man. God, God has forgiven us. Somebody say, why is it so important that our sins be forgiven? Because unforgiven sin is powerful. Okay? Unforgiven sin is powerful. The Bible, the Bible says we ought to confess our sin as, um, as um, immediately as we can think of it. If you got sin, unconfessed sin in your heart today, right now you got some unconfessed sin, you, need, you, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to get up here and get in the morning bench or nothing. Just ask God right now in the quietness of your heart, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Okay? 
That's how he works because he knows sin. He's on, he knows that unconfessed sin will wear you out. Amen. It will wear you out. Confess that thing. Why? Because he's faithful and just. He is faithful and just to forgive you. God bless you. Cleanse you. How about that. Here we go. Here we go. If, 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 if Dave, if Dave, Big Dave was here, he would say, you know, he would call me up and I'll talk to him after I got done preaching. He said, you ain't put no title on the message. <laughs> he would get on me all the time. Hey, you you got to put a title on the message. <sighs> okay. Title this message for Dave. <laughs> Something to behold. Something to behold. Is everything of yourself as something to behold? And I'm not talking about you, you know, because you, you know, you, you a model or you, you know, you, you know, I know something to behold. You know, Lazarus was something to behold. When I look at John chapter 12, after Jesus raised Lazarus from the grave, the Bible say that, that they had a dinner and the people came to the house not to see Jesus. That's a rare in the Bible because everybody came to see Jesus. But the Bible said they came to see Lazarus, whom Jesus raised from the dead. Think about that. Now, think about it like this. All of us as believers, you know what? We've been raised from the dead. We We ought to be something to behold. Somebody come around, he's born again. See, that's interesting. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Now, 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 let's get serious, okay? Let's get serious. I listen to Deacon Jeremy pray. Let's, let's keep it real. I like when he say that kind of stuff. You know, because everybody ain't in Christ that say they're Christians. Amen. Okay? Paul says, therefore, if any man be in Christ. He's speaking to some people. He's speaking to a lot of people, and everybody that was listening to Paul won in Christ. Think about that. Think about that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, been delivered, been redeemed, been saved, serving God, loving the Lord, worshiping God, praising God, a life committed to God. A life where, where when we do sin, we confess our sins. Okay? That kind of person that's in Christ. Something to behold. A person that's in Christ is something to behold. Knowing somebody that's in Christ, that's a rarity. Honestly. How do I know that? Because Jesus said it. He said it, he said it in, in, in Matthew 7. He said, he said it's a narrow road. He said, straight is the gate. Mm-hmm. Wide is the road that lead to hell. And what? Many be on that road. But he said, straight is the gate and, 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 and few be on the road to go to heaven. So when Paul says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Excuse me. What's that mean? What does it mean to be a new creature? How does a, how, how does a person become a new creature? That would be, see, see, if I'm sitting where you guys are sitting, I'm hearing somebody saying this, and, and, and I'm like, how do someone become 
a new creature. Think about that. Okay. Think about that. Somebody said it. I heard it. You got to believe. You got to believe everything about Jesus. He can't be, he can't be like, like, like Islam. You go, you go to Islam and they'll say, well, we believe in Christ. He's a, he's a good teacher. He's a good prophet. That's what they say. That's what Farrakhan would say. He's a, he's a good teacher. He's a, he's a prophet like. No, he ain't a prophet like none of them. Okay. He is the Messiah. He is the savior of the world. Okay. He is God in the flesh walking this earth who came to die for our sins. That's who he is. Now, if you don't believe that, you're not in Christ. If you believe he just, a, well, you know, like, 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 like Jesus asked him, he said, who do men say that I am? Well, you know, some said Jeremiah, some say one of the prophets, but, but whom do you say that I am? Then Peter says, thou art the Christ. Okay? The son of the living God. Know what I mean? When thou art the Christ. When he said thou art the Christ, he meant that Jesus was Born Savior of the world, came into this world for one reason, and to die for the sin of man. That's the Messiah. And God said to Peter, in the person of Jesus Christ, flesh and blood didn't give you that, bro. Flesh and blood didn't give you that. Okay? And if you're saved, and if you're in, and if you're in Christ, flesh and blood didn't get you in Christ. Amen. You're in Christ because God... Gave you the faith to believe and you received it. How about that? For by grace. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself. It's a gift of God. How about that? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is. He is. (laughs) I like that. No ifs, ands, or maybes. What did Lou Lou, Lou Rawls use the same back in the day? If I could have, would have, should have. No, no, no. No, no. He is. Okay? He is right now a new creature. And he can prove it. That's what the rest of the verse is pushing toward. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. How will we know? I can hear the naysayers. I can, you know, you know, always got naysayers in the bunch. You know, how will we know a person is a new creature? Can he prove it? Yeah, he can. This one can. A person that's in Christ can prove it. How does he prove it? Keep reading the verse. Just keep reading the verse because the verse explains the whole thing. Here's how he proves it. Because all things are passed away. Okay. I don't walk the same. I don't talk the same. I don't go to the same places. And God forbid, the same, I don't hang with the same people because they can't take this new creature. Amen. They don't want nothing to do with this new creature. And they know if they hang around this new creature, they may become new creatures themselves. Okay? Old things are passed away. Hmm. See, 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 I, I, me and City was at a class yesterday. It was a trauma class. It was about trauma. 
you know, talking about kids and people and adults that have gone through trauma, okay? And all of us, we can put both, put up both hands up. All of us in here have gone through trauma, okay? Let me tell you something that a psychiatrist will never tell you. Let me tell you something that a psychiatrist will never tell you. You must be born again. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay? You will never hear that from a psychiatrist. Okay? Because they're going to give you some pills. And they're going to give you, they're going to tell you, listen, because you, you, because your daddy whooped you with that stitch of cord. That's why you crazy. No, that's why I got it together. I mean, I still, you know, this, that stitch of cord did some good stuff. I still have some PTSD. When you know, Christmas time, I say, Christmas time, city put all them stitch of cords out. I'll be like, honey, you messing with, you messing with my trauma. <laughs> She had a whole room of stitching cords. I'm like, oh my God, what's she doing? So I learned this yesterday in trauma class. <laughs> see? Like, oh, there's trauma. I think of my dad. I see stitching cords. He was such a loving man, you know? See, y'all know. We old school in here. We all know. We needed that. And most of us, they never got a whooping we didn't deserve. That's right. That's what the Bible says. Spare the rod. Spoil the child. All right, let me keep going. Let me keep going. What does that Therefore, if any man be in Christ. How about that? He is. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. See, we, we, we fill with memories. Good, bad, and indifferent. We, we, just, we just celebrate bad memories. I don't celebrate bad memories. We celebrate bad memories. You know, listen, America, the Pearl Harbor Day. Huh? 9-11. You know, people celebrating the day, 9-11. They, you know, they, they can't let it go. We do it. Black History Month. We just celebrate it. Yeah, Jim Crow. I don't care about Jim Crow. I ain't celebrating that. I hear people say, well, you know, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't know your history, you'll repeat it. I don't know about that. That's kind of weird. I think we should celebrate this. October. Here's what we celebrate in October. God, we got a fifth Sunday in October. Here's the theme of our October fifth Sunday dinner. October at Christian Bible Baptist is born again month. How about we're going to celebrate being born again that month? How about that? Born again month. You ever heard heard anything like that? Church ever celebrate being born again? You know, a lot of people don't even like to preach about being born again because if you preach about born again, you know what you got to preach? Repentance. Turning. You know, and, and old things passing away. See, a lot of us like our old things. Old things are passed away. Watch Paul. Watch Paul. Paul has some stuff in his life that had to pass away. You know, you know we, we say about Paul, Paul said that he was the chief sinner. He had a lot of baggage. You know, Satan, Satan will use your past. When, when, when God told Peter, 
Satan desires to sift you like wheat. You know what? Know what God was, was saying to Peter? Peter had a pass. Amen. Okay? We all got some stuff in our closets that Satan know about. Okay? And, 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 and you know what? One of his names, listen. And I heard a loud voice in heaven. Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of Christ, of his Christ. Watch. Revelation 12, 10. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Satan will constantly accuse you to the point that you want to quit. To the point that you that you want to give up. That's all he's going to do is accuse you, accuse you, accuse you. That's all he got is your past. Because your future with Christ. And I just read to sing that song, our hope is built on nothing less. Then Jesus Christ and his righteousness, Satan can't accuse Jesus of nothing. Amen. And if we're found in Christ, guess what? He can't accuse us of nothing. Because it's all in the past. All he can, all he can say is, 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 I don't have nothing on him. Remember they went with Daniel? They tried to find something on Daniel. They couldn't find nothing on Daniel because Daniel was God's man. Daniel was God's man and his circumstances didn't stop him from worshiping God. He was in a foreign land. He didn't know none of these folks and he was taken away from his people, but he wasn't taken away from his God. He wasn't taken away from his God. And they went to accuse Daniel and said, well, what are we going to accuse him for? If we don't find nothing in his relationship with God, we don't have nothing to accuse him for. We'll tell him to stop praying. <laughs> Some folks, that might have worked. But the Bible says Daniel went to his room. Open his windows just like he normally did. Now, open the windows. Now, see, some of us would have said, well, you know, I get caught praying. They're going to get me. So I ain't going to open the windows. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been the norm? Daniel said, no, 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 no. My God. My God is able to save me. Okay? And Daniel, he would say, open the windows as normal and went and faced the east as normal and prayed. I mean, he must have prayed kind of loud. Amen. Okay? He wasn't worried about it. He wasn't worried about the lion's den. He wasn't worried about none of that stuff. Okay? Because he was in Christ. He was in Christ. See, see, being in Christ gives us boldness, gives us strength, gives us courage. Okay? When he says old things have passed away, then new things come. Somebody even said it this morning. Our, our blessings are what? New. Morning by morning. God has some stuff in store for us. Some of us can't receive from God because we hold on to the past. Okay? See, behold, old things have passed away. All things have become new. New affections, new ideas, new desires. How about that? New new directions. Got a new conversation. Got a new conversation. I do. Got a new conversation. I can still talk about some stuff. You want to get down to the real nitty gritty. I love coming out here on Wednesday night hearing y'all just talk about the things of God. And just sharing and loving on each other. That's a beautiful thing. That's a new conversation. Didn't have that when I wasn't saved. Okay? They wasn't, they wasn't talking about the word of God at the old timers. <laughs> okay? 
Let me give you, let me give you one more. Because old things have passed away and all things have become new. Watch this. Because no matter, this is important. And I, I've heard someone say this recently. Man, my past is so bad. My past is so bad. Listen, your past ain't that bad. Okay? Nobody's past is that bad. Because no matter how terrible your past was, God still will receive you. Okay? God will still receive you. Think about, think about some of the most terrible people you can think of. I, I, I went online. I, 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 you know, I got my phone next to me. I got online. And, and I looked up these dudes. Well, no women. How about that? Well, no women. The, you know, the 20 most notorious people that ever lived in America. The Boston Strangler. Al Capone. Charles Manson. Manson. How about Timothy McVeigh? Timothy McVeigh, you know, he took a bomb. So they said he took a bomb and put his car and blew up the building in Oklahoma. Okay. Anybody ever heard of Albert Fish? Anybody heard of Albert Fish? I know. Write it down. It's fun. To, it's, it's interesting. But this guy, this guy raped over 100 kids. He raped over 100 kids and killed them and ate them. You know what? If he asked God for forgiveness, if he asked, see, some people, oh, Pastor, you know, I got, no, I'm not saying fake Aston. See, see, he can fake ask me because I'm not God. When you go to God and you sincere and you and you are faithful, God, God knows the difference. God can save Albert Fish. How about that? God could save Jeffrey Dahmer. The Boston Strangler, God can save him. You know why? Because he died for our sins. And according to the, to the word of God, according to the word of God, as bad as Albert Fish was, as bad as Jeffrey Dahmer was, as bad as Adolf Hitler was, they wasn't as bad as the Apostle Paul. How do I know? Because Paul said, <laughs> Paul said, he didn't say Albert Fish was chief. He didn't say Adolf Hitler was chief. He didn't say he didn't say anybody coming up behind me will outdo me. Paul said, "I am chief." Yes, he did. Yeah, there you go. Y'all made it make sense. So if Paul could be saved, Uncle Leroy could be saved. <laughs> That's between me and Ann. Okay. Oh, can I stop there? Because I really, this next one is really good. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. I want, I want y'all to know how, what it means to be saved. I want y'all to be able to tell a lost world, you know, the importance of being saved. The importance of being born again. Plead with them. Cry with them. This is, this is these are crazy times. You know, I sit there and plead with him. You know what? I, I understand how, but I want you to know. I want you to know. Because we could be on Tippecanoe. That could have been us on Tippecanoe. I travel Tippecanoe a lot. I, I travel some of these back roads all the time. You know, life, it, it could be gone instantly. Instantly. Okay? And I don't, want, I don't want anybody that I love, and I don't want to be on my deathbed and say, I wish I could have just told them one more time about Jesus. It's that important. It's that's that important. Precious Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you this morning.
Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power of God. Father God, thank you for making us new creatures. My Father God, make us something to behold like Lazarus was. Lazarus, the people came to see Lazarus, whom God has raised from the dead. Father God, we have been raised from the dead like Lazarus, Father God. And folks ought to be like looking at us saying, whoa, look what God done. Look what God done. Father God, give us the same type of power that you gave Lazarus, Father God, that when we go out and tell people about Jesus, he, they will listen. Father God, we pray for this world. We pray, we, pray for, we pray for President Biden. We pray for his administration. We pray for, we pray for the queen and all that's going on in the world, Father God, that, that they would know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Father God. Father God, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let me start turning this off. Last week I had a 127 minute sermon.